think about the in-game experience of just the center exchange, which we've seen multiple <sighs> issues with. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Got A Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, my co-host John Powell and I preview this week's matchup between Georgia and those other Bulldogs from Mississippi State. As always, remember you can follow us on social media at My Got A Podcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. So do you think we're going to play this game? To, do you think we're going to play this game this weekend? Like, just, just straight up be honest. Do you think we're going to play? I do. Well, yeah, I do. <laughs> over, over under games played this weekend. <laughs> For Georgia? <laughs> For Georgia. <laughs> well, after last week, so let's see, at this point, so let's see, last week we recorded Monday. It had been announced at this point. Isn't that right? Because I think I let the re- I I put the episode out like Wednesday morning, and then yeah, it they was announced what? it. It was like Wednesday then, afternoon. Yeah, they announced it pretty soon after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did it like overnight Tuesday night, and then yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, which that was the great when I was like, "Hey, you think I should like wait, or should I just release the episode?" Ah, I'm just gonna release it. <laughs> yeah i remember that yeah like ah fail oh well that's okay hey it was mainly like quarterback talk anyways which was (laughs) still still valid um we just need to cut and like insert all that talk into this conversation now like (laughs) so hey we we got a great comment on a on on instagram from uh from friend of the show i'll say now adam weinstein who has the uh, you know the evergreen will we play two halves uh question and he said uh (laughs) He commented on our Instagram post, said, um, you know, we're going to get two Missouri preview episodes of my God, a podcast this year who said nothing good happened in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so that was good. Thank, thank you, Mr. Weinstein. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think we will. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, so I think their, I mean, so their game was canceled last week too, but I believe it was from, Mississippi State issues, right? Not from their opponent, um, but it, it did sound like I don't know, like just looking at press conference stuff, um, sounded like they were planning to play it. Uh, you know, they were expecting it to be okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm hoping we're past the point of no return. I guess technically you never are, but we shall see. Yeah, like what happens on Saturday, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey. Yeah, I think they. I, well, I guess I don't know. Who knows? I mean, they do their last round of testing. I guess on Fridays, right? Um, it's interesting though, because like with the Missouri thing last week, I mean, it was really, is it was the contract or the, sorry, it was the contact tracing, right? Because I mean, they only had one positive case, um, but it was like a defensive lineman and then through contact tracing, they had like no defensive lineman <laughs> available, right? Due to exposure. So that was basically, that was why last week's game got whatever, whatever we're calling it, canceled, postponed, I guess we'll see. Yeah, postponed is probably a, a bit generous right now with the way things are escalating. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, Particularly in the state of Minnesota. Sorry, Riley. Yeah, friend of the show, Tim Riley. <laughs> friend of the show, uh, Tim Riley, who does now have uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we are recording this Wednesday night, and uh, Anthony Edwards was just the number one pick in the NBA draft. So we are now officially a basketball podcast, a Georgia basketball podcast, <laughs> because we just talked about Anthony Edwards. So congrats to the Ant-Man, number one overall. It's pretty cool. That's the first ever uh, number one pick for Georgia basketball ever. Even Dominique didn't go number one. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Hey, we're moving up in the world in the basketball realm. Yeah, I wish it would have translated to some more on-court success uh, at Georgia, but I get it. <laughs> so going back to going back to the the Mississippi State conversation, like the thing that the reason that I was asking about that is because you know the pirate, which is really fun to talk about, the fact that we have the pirate in the SEC right now. Oh, uh, you know, he made some interesting comments <laughs> a couple of days ago about no. this. <laughs> 
He yeah. never makes interesting comments. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Mike Leach and weird comments go hand in hand. Uh, I don't know. He said something about like rumors were swirling and things like that. And basically, like if any of them were true, you pro- you guys would probably know before I do. Talking to the talking to. The- <laughs> <laughs> he, I did see he that. Said, he said he said he would appreciate it if you guys would let him know immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I did see that. Uh he yeah, he he is uh <laughs> I don't know man, he's a trip. He he's interesting. <laughs> then he said he said I don't I don't have a crystal ball on this. Some of these cat science is different, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the God, uh, God, God bless you, Mike Leach? Have you seen it was when he was at uh, at Washington State and someone asked him like who which uh, Pac-12 mascot would win in like a mascot battle royale? I remember that. I think we talked about that at some point about Mike Leach on this <laughs> one. But like I remember it was something ridiculous. Like he went into like this over the top analysis of the animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, the animals. And then like the sun devil, like whether or not he had magical powers and all these kinds of things. Like, I don't know. You know, it was pretty great, which, right. you know, I, I, which then I started thinking like, it's, you know, kind of a shame that Mississippi state is also the bulldogs. Cause you can't have them like debate which mascot would win in the fight because they're the same animal, at least in his minds, I would think. Right. <laughs> Uh, anyway, All right. um, if, if we want to stay with the pirate, did, did you watch, uh, did you watch Friday night lights, the TV show back when it was, yes. on? do you Clear remember, eyes, can't lose. Do you remember Mike Leach's cameo on Friday night lights? Oh no, I, maybe. So yeah. I, I, Let me do the Googles. I remembered it. So I went and I, I looked it up today. I found the episode. It was in like the, the final season um, when, when Coach Taylor is uh, coaching at East Dillon at that point, um, <laughs> which by the way, the quarterback on that team was uh, Michael B. Jordan, like in that last season, they got, and he's like blown up like huge star now. So that was pretty funny. Yes. Now that um, I do know. Yeah. Um, but so there's this scene where like, which by the way, for those who don't know, I mean, like, you, you know, Coach Taylor, um, you know, he went to Georgia. I mean, like the actor, like Kyle Chandler went to Georgia, by the way. Yes. Yep. Okay. So, so the scene is like Kyle Chandler is like at a gas station, like getting gas and like the, the pirate pulls up next to him and it was like, ask him for directions to Lubbock or whatever. Cause when he was at Texas tech and then he goes into this like weird, he's like, Oh, you're the coast from Dillon East. You, you, you're swinging your sword like this. You need to be swinging your sword like this. He's like, you got a, you've lost your inner pirate. <laughs> you should. I mean, it's so weird. And the vet, like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, like Kyle Chandler's reaction is like, I feel like what his actual reaction would have been had that like happened in real life. Like, it was definitely great acting uh, by Kyle Chandler <laughs> at the receiving end of it. But I wonder right. if that was like ad libbed or if there were lines. We'll, we'll have to do some research and find that out. So if anyone, <laughs> if that. Uh, if that scene was ad-libbed or not, yeah, you got to let us know. <laughs> Dog so, bones, Kyle right. Chandler. Yeah, right. Didn't oh, see that oh. coming. Ooh, ooh, total uh, dogman for Kyle Chandler. Absolutely. Once again, once again, you never know what you're going to get on the My God podcast. Never know. Never know. <laughs> uh, so, great, great, great show, though. Fantastic yeah, show. Yeah. Oh, Friday Night Lights or My yeah, God Yeah, just podcast? in general. I was kidding. <laughs> both <laughs> uh, uh. all right so uh back to the game so it is crazy like this is our first home game since october 10th our last home game was tennessee um which Ugh. feels like so long ago i mean it was so long ago i mean it's over a month ago um right. so that that's weird so you know it is a homecoming uh in that sense but it's also homecoming uh, which is again weird. Um, you know, not will not be the normal festivities of, of homecoming. Um, obviously, yeah. so I don't know. Just it's kind of overall weird there. Um, some other things that I looked up, I saw uh, like on the Georgia Dogs history stuff. Um, this is only the twenty fifth time we've ever played them, um, which is also kind of weird. And we got the SEC East, SEC West, um, but we've been playing them forever um 
I mean, the first game was in like 1904 or something like that, I think. Um, so we've been playing them for a long time, or uh, not quite that old, 1914. Um, so we played them since 1914, uh, but only played them 24 times. This is the 25th game. Uh, all time, we are 18 and six uh, against the Bizarro Bulldogs in the city state. The Bizarro Dogs, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, the... The only time we've lost to them in mine or your lifetime was that that 2010 loss at Mississippi State. That's the only time we've lost to them since we were born. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. man, we haven't really played them all that. We haven't much, played them that much, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's just kind of it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah, I don't know. those are some of my some of my little nuggets there, I guess. Yeah. The I mean, I know that this doesn't exactly like. I don't know on paper. I know we'll get to some of the some of the odds information later, but like mm-hmm. on paper, this doesn't seem like it's going to be a very difficult matchup. But you never know when you're dealing with the University of Georgia offense <laughs> what you're going to get. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, I certainly hope that we go. I mean, it feel this this feels like the game for us to break out from an offensive standpoint, particularly when you look at what Vegas thinks about what we're going to do in this game. Uh, I think you and I were you and I were texting about the the odds the other day. I didn't even see them. I hadn't even looked at it because, to be honest with you, I didn't think that we were going to really be playing this game with things mm-hmm. were going. Yeah. Um. So I am a little bit surprised, but I guess I shouldn't be with twenty twenty, but. Um, you know, just looking at, just looking at what the spread was, um, which I think, I think it's, it's gone up. I think it's you, a 20, you, it's a 25 right now, which was, it's gone up since. Yeah. You know, it was since, like 24. It was like, yeah. 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 So I don't yeah, know. What they know. <laughs> the only thing I can figure, the only thing I can figure on that is number one, like he just doesn't have. He just hasn't been afforded the opportunity to recruit the team that he needs to run his offense. And Mm -hmm. you can see that with the evidence of the fact that he's had an incremental amount of folks that have opted out on the Mississippi state side. Yeah. Yes. So like you guys had another one, like another one just happened, I think today. So exactly. Yeah. They have guys opting out left and right. And, you know, part of me is wondering if they're just not buying into the pirate down there from Dan Mullen, which is kind of strange, I guess, to a certain extent, because like they kind of run similar offenses, wide open spread, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I don't know, like, I guess on some of the things I'm like, I guess the positives for for Georgia coming in, I mean, there was like some good, I guess, injury news coming out this week. So it does sound like Pickens is going to go. Um, Kirby said that like he did, like he practiced last week. He's practicing this week, basically said he would have played how we played in Missouri. So that was promising. Um, and then also like seen as out of the concussion protocol. So those are some, you know, some positive things. Um, I know McIntosh and Jordan Davis have been practicing um, but it, it sounds like I know like McIntosh was in a black Jersey, like a no contact Jersey. Um, so yeah, so I don't know injury front. There's been at least some, sounds like we will get some of those guys back. So I don't know. I would, I would assume that would contribute to some of that, um, positive notes on the, on the line there. I tell you what, man, if Jordan Davis is back, that's going to be huge for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not just not just for this game, but like as the season rolls on for the remainder right. of the games. Yeah, I mean, we totally missed him against Florida for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, um, I guess if you want to keep, well, we can kind of keep talking about the, the offense there. I mean, um, so I did notice uh, you. Okay, so I think it was actually last time we talked, and I had mentioned that. Um, you know, like that we weren't going to see an offense like Florida again, or we're going to see an offense like Alabama, like we're going to see those caliber offenses again. But you did mention that we were going to see some better defenses. And like statistically, Mississippi State is one of those. Um, So they do have the third ranked defense in the conference and yards per game allowed. Um, uh, A&M's number one, we're number two. And 
Mississippi State is third, and then they're fifth in scoring defense, which we're we're first. So I don't know that I when we were texting about the line earlier in the week, and I told you I was Munsoning. That was why, because <laughs> um, I'm thinking of some of the same stuff. You know, like you know Pickens comes back, maybe McIntosh can play. We'll get to the quarterback situation. Like, yeah, could this be like a get well game for our offense? Um, I'd, I'd love to think so, but that, I don't know, like their defensive numbers there scare me a bit, but I, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? I don't know. I'm, you know, honestly, I hadn't really like delved into their defense. Cause you know, I mean, that, that is actually a little surprising that their defense is ranked so high. Like what yeah. is it that's throwing that off in, well, that's in what, the numbers there? That's what I was wondering if it's like their offense has the ball so much you know, kind of deal, maybe. Because um, I know, I mean, it's, you know, air raid, you tend to think bombs, but it's not necessarily. Um, again, we can talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. So, I don't know. So, that concerned me a bit. Um, and yeah, then I know, no, like... Um, it definitely concerns me because, you yeah. know, I'm just looking at this, like, I mean... I, that's kind of there's is is there a typo there? <laughs> no, and like and they played. You look at, this, you look you look at, at like games played, right? Like it's not like they you know they played six games, we played six games, um, and it, and you look at these things, you know, like like average, right? Like yards per game, even. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yards per game, they're they're third in the league. Um, That's crazy. Rushing yards a game, they're second defensively, and then, uh, or sorry, passing yards a game, they're second defensively, and then. Rushing yards a game, they're third. So they're only they're giving up like 127 yards a game on the ground. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean, um, they're they're going to be kind of similar to they're going to be similar. I guess it's on the one hand, it's good that the last game that we really played was against Florida because it is going to it is going to feel very similar and mm-hmm. like holy cow, like pump the brakes, like please someone cover the wheel route. right 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 i mean yeah he's not exactly known for that kind of motion and movement but like obviously the little quick hitches and you know drag routes like there our guys are going to have to play man coverage they're going to be watching uh wide receivers for well over 10 15 yards across the field kind of stuff where you know that that's that's what kind of worries me and you know not having LeCount out there to to kind of quarterback stuff from a secondary standpoint certainly is concerning yeah. I mean you look at the point totals that they've given up I mean I mean they gave up a, they gave up 24 points to Kentucky um which well, is yeah, just that's mind, a, that's mind the thing that I'm, I'm kind of wondering about the you know the yards a game but the yards a game you know uh, points given up but it's definitely not being reflected in their record, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, they're, exactly. You know, they're, they're two and four. They had that at the time, like huge, shocking win over LSU to open the season, and they were like ranked right, and then it like instantly came crashing back, right back down. Um, you know, like after that first week, like I was kind of like worried about this game. Um, yeah, I think although, we, I think we mentioned you know, that on one of the podcasts. It was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> which at this point, you know, now like I I'm Munsing again, or I was Munsing a bit uh, earlier this week, but um, yeah, I mean, but then you know, I said so their their <laughs> their season's like a loss sandwich. Uh, so they won their first game over LSU, and then they lost four in a row, and then they beat Vanderbilt last week. So yeah, so yeah, so let's see. So they gave up. They've given up 34, 21, 24, 28, 41, and 17. So, yeah, I mean, so I don't know. I, I guess it's a, maybe I shouldn't worry about it too much, but the, I don't know. That that was something that jumped out to me that surprised me. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll leave that there. Um, the the opt-out that just happened, I mentioned, was also on the defense. So, they had a defensive lineman, uh, Nathan Pickering, that just opted out. Um, like, that was, I think, today or yesterday or today. But I mean, sticking with our offense, their defense. I mean, we're we've been uh, we've been going about eighteen minutes here, and we haven't talked about the quarterback situation. So yeah, you know, last, I mean, last week we were all. Um, I think we, we both picked picked Mathis uh, to start 
There's been a lot of uh, JT Daniels talk since last week, though. And there was more Daniels talk that picked up last week, I would say, after we recorded, right? Because we recorded on Monday. I think like yeah. on Tuesday, we started hearing rumblings of, you know, Daniels had been getting some first team reps. Um, but then they were saying, you know, so was, uh, so was Mathis, et cetera. So I don't know. And then I think it was Ben Cleveland and his media availability this week said something along the lines of like mentioned a transition and that the transition has been smooth. So I feel like he kind of let that slip a bit. The transition. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was some interesting, interesting wording. So here's, so here's where I sit on the whole thing. So like I, we mentioned it in the, in the last, in the last podcast, which I imagine most people probably didn't listen to because the game was not <laughs> happening. So I checked. But, I checked. It was uh, it was pretty close to the to the usual. To the usual. Well, thank as, you. as far as as far in da- downloads, people at least downloaded it. Maybe they didn't listen to it, but it, it got downloaded. Well, thank close you, to fans. The normal rate. <laughs> thanks, thanks for sticking sticking with us on the on the off week, the inadvertent week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but having two weeks, obviously that means that Stetson's getting, getting reps and things like, or, you know, uh, feeling better or whatever. Stetson, as, as Kirby Smart said, Stetson was able to do some things is what he said. He was able to do some things. Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that was the last, um, soundbite from Kirby. Ah, man. All right. Moment of truth. Who, who do you think is going to be starting? I'm going Daniels at this point. I'm, I've totally changed. Now I think it's Daniels. Wow, you're all in on the Daniels. Here's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's, I think that, well, yeah, I think that it's not going to be Bennett. I think that Kirby's saying he was able to do some things. Um, and I know, like, I think last time we talked, you were looking up just kind of like recovery time on sprained AC joint. And, mm-hmm. you know, seems kind of a mixed bag. Like it's one of those kind of two to four weeks or whatever kind of deal. So I don't know. I mean, it, he, he definitely struggled after that and you could tell it was affecting him he didn't go and practice last week um if daniels has been getting first team reps i mean at this point like if he is healthy and he's able to play let's see what he can do i mean i've i've stood up for mathis multiple times and said i felt like he never should have got pulled against arkansas um but man i don't know if you listen to uh bulldogs by the numbers with tug cowart and uh PFF rent. Um, I didn't I mean, get a like, chance to listen. It's on my, it is on my list okay. because I love those guys. Yeah. It's a, it, this, this week was, was really good again. Um, so I mean like Bennett and like the, <laughs> the, the, the quarterback rankings on both of those guys are pretty abysmal. Um, and so I don't know, like that's where, like for me, like I've said, like I get emotional, both of those guys, like obviously have great stories. Right. And, and I want everyone to succeed. Um, but when you look, if you look at the numbers and like their grades are bad. Um, and I, you know, I, like I talked about last time, <laughs> um, you know, we need to find someone who could be the game one starter next season. And I def, I, I, you know, the, the one guy that I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I would rule out there as Bennett. Um, and so last week I had said, let's go with Mathis. This week I say Daniels. Again, if he's, if he's healthy enough and he can play, I mean, what do we have to lose? You know, let's see what he can do. Yeah. All right. So here's, so here's where I, here's where I thought I, I, I kind of figured that this would be a, um, I kind of figured that this would be a game for us to basically do what we've been doing all season long and try to jump out to an early lead, get dominant, and then start to do some of those things. Okay. Um, I, I don't know, man. I really want, I really would like to see what, uh, what Daniels has, but I think kind of like what we had talked about in the last episode where, you know, they just need to make a dang decision at this point. I don't care who it is, as long as it's not Stetson Bennett. Um, in my opinion, I think that it, it, the stories, the stories run its course, the performance is, is lacking. And frankly, like, I mean, even the Mathis story is really kind of run its course too. Like, I mean, yeah. he got an opportunity like, yeah, he's, he was put in some tough spots, but like at the end of the day, like you got to complete passes. And I think that the quarterback ratings for both of our quarterbacks was, 
the lowest in in history or something like that if, if yeah, I remember yeah it was something really bad it was like yeah i don't remember who it was like the worst Fatone, Fatone Balto was like the last time it was that bad <laughs> i know i know that was there i can't remember whether Balto's was worse you know or whatever but it was they were like in line basically right so i i think that you're right i would it would not surprise me to see daniels out there because i feel like that we do have to do something different uh, because it's just not working. Like the quarterback position is just not working. Yeah. And if your odds on bet was that JT Daniels is, is at that point now, which you'd hope he is. I heard some rumors. I heard rumors about, um, I think guys on the second string had mentioned this, that, that they had heard rumors that, um, and they're more on the know than I am, um, that he had been draining his knee daily. Mm. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, but maybe maybe he's no longer doing that at this point. I say maybe it's been maybe it's drained. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's finished draining. <laughs> maybe he can drain it before the game. I don't know. I don't know. I, I like I want to see like we haven't seen like okay in seventeen, which I feel like we're always gonna be talking about seventeen just because it was so awesome. But like when like things didn't start off great against App State in that first game, right? And like it, it wasn't looking like kind of what we had seen from Eason the year before. And it didn't look something like didn't feel right. And then he goes down, Fromm comes in, and like they didn't have a touchdown on the first drive, but like his first pass, it was like, oh, like this kid has something. Like, I mean, to, for me, like sitting in the stands, like it was instant. And we haven't seen that with anyone yet this year. Right. Like we saw like in Arkansas when mailman came in, like it improved, like you could say it improved, but it wasn't like, Whoa, you know, like this is the guy. Um, and we may just not see that this year. Right. But I, I haven't felt that like click with either of the guys we've seen so mm-hmm. far. So yeah, I don't know. I want to see someone else. I mean, even if it's Beck, but it sounds like that's not going to happen. Um, I don't know. So yeah, I'm, I'm leaning on, I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Daniels. I think we're going to see Daniels. Now here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. The funny thing about that is it's like, okay, so let's say Daniels does come in and let's say it does click and we have that, Oh, moment. And then the offense looks great. Dog nation is going to flip out. <laughs> it's going to be like, where has this guy been all year? <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, I think Kirby's got some plausible deniability in that scenario yeah, because yeah. You Andrew. can always just say he he just wasn't ready, guys. We we've been surprised. <laughs> we've been right. we've been holding this back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we knew that this was going to happen, but the knee yeah. just wasn't ready, y'all. <laughs> like that's why right. we brought him in, and that's why Jamie Newman left. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Like <laughs> we've been just waiting to just drop this bomb on you guys, but we couldn't because his knee was hurt. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah, there's and a, I, an element of. There's an element of plausible deniability there, but you're right. There's no, there's no. It doesn't matter. No satisfying, People are still going to freak out. <laughs> there's no satisfying the UGA fan base. No, no. <laughs> the dog, the dog vent's going to be crazy if that happens. But I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. That's okay. Um, but you know, on the other hand, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe you don't want him to have such a breakout season. Like maybe we just do so well enough that we win semi comfortably but not like over the top like oh my gosh he's he's the second coming of Tua and right, then we gotta right. watch then we gotta watch Brock Vandegrift like say ooh maybe I don't need to go to the University of Georgia. We need to yeah. just temp, temper JT back a little bit like pull the reins back like whoa boy whoa boy you're doing really good this year but you know we got we got this other guy coming in next year we need to keep him in the fold i, I think i just feel like these guys like these elite guys like a vandegriff i mean and even like a like a justin fields like look at him like he didn't like you know if you look look at the situation you would have said like don't come to georgia because of from you know and he still came so well I, yeah i mean hats off to kirby on the recruiting side of that but yeah. like uh on the on the flip side Vandegrift grew up an Auburn fan. <laughs> mm, yeah, they're gonna need. Got, a, they're gonna need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're right. They're right down the street, though. They're right down the street. Anyway, um, yeah, I know, yeah, I know. I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, you 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 know what I mean. Like, 
I just don't want another quarterback controversy coming in the next year. Like, oh well, we gotta get, we're gonna cut, cut the guy that turned <laughs> the season around and was lighting, lighting up Mississippi State and Vanderbilt and Missouri. You know, like, well, yeah, that's great, guys. It would have been great to see him against Florida and Alabama, but right, right. Um, well, and uh, you rattle off the, the the schedule there, and and South Carolina with interim coach Mike Bobo. Which I predicted, by the way. So you did. You called it. I was surprised. I didn't think that they would cut him loose so early, but uh, yeah. Clearly, after the, clearly, they found thirteen million reasons to let him go. That's a that's a lot of money to spend uh, in a pandemic. But hey, that uh, maybe uh, that's yeah. a bit of a sense of normalcy right there. I guess. <laughs> See yeah, that okay. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. So like, like I said, their, their stuff kind of concerns me there. Um, ultimately I don't, I don't, I still don't know how much to put into like, who is the quarterback. Cause like we said, anyone can hand off to Zamir white. Um, yeah, we haven't talked <laughs> about know? that, Jim, you're wearing yeah. the hat. You let's inform the listeners of the, the merch you got on right now. <laughs> yeah, we, I, what, run yeah. the dang ball. <laughs> yeah so I, I i made i made some some hats i made a hat for myself and a hat for john and so mine says run the damn ball and then john has the family friendly run the dang ball. Uh, so uh, we, it's been zero uh, podcast. zero episodes i just <laughs> uh, it was worth it there so yeah so i'm i'm, I'm sporting that sporting that right now uh we got some uh my got a podcast hats on the way too so if you're interested hit us up let us know. We'll, we, we can make that happen for you. Um, need two, need two, need two. One for me and one for the boy. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I do definitely think we should run the ball. We might get McIntosh back too. Right. Maybe. So, but even if he's not right, just between white and cook, just uh, want to run the ball. I mean, what would be nice is if we have a quarterback that could hit those wide open receivers coming across the field and you know maybe add pickens back into the mix to stretch the defense you know those would all be good things if those things can all come together calm down jim calm down (laughs) calm down it's too much to ask you it's too much to ask these quarterbacks to hit wide open wide receivers man apparently apparently come on apparently no no, i i would be i would be 100 okay because i need to go back and look at it but like you know bama blanked Bama, obviously we're not Bama, but like, you know, Bama blanked these guys, which is kind of phenomenal. If you, if you think about it, like such a pass happy offense, you know, dominating so much. Uh, I think they had several turnovers in that game. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They had three turn Mississippi state gave caught the ball up three times in that game and only had 200 total yards, Mm. which is crazy to think about when you're dealing with an offense that's literally built to be and schemed to be a track meet every game you're signing up for is a track meet because they're going to keep you moving constantly. And it's just, we're going to outscore you and defense optional. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know if you saw Kirby's commentary on the, on the air raid, like he, he did say like that, that prepping for Mississippi state, it was a bit like that. It's a bit like prepping for the triple option. And that like no one else really does it like that, right? So like basically he was kind of making the analogy of like getting ready for this game was like getting ready for tech, right? Like back when Paul Johnson was there. Um, and I don't know, I I did a little bit of looking up just trying to see if I could like understand it and talk a bit about the air raid and like exactly what it is. And so, you know, I'm now an expert because I watched two videos on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but it was and, funny. And that, like, the Holiday Inn Express. Right. Yeah. But it was funny because like the videos that I, I mean, I, 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 I like searched on YouTube, like Mike Leach air raid explained or something like that. Right. And I watched like two videos. It was funny though, because the first one actually like, it was like a year old. And it, it, he made, like, right off the bat, this guy made the comment, like, it's kind of like the triple option, but with passing, which is what Kirby said. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Who knows? Maybe didn't Kirby they, watched that YouTube video, too. Didn't <laughs> they – I saw a video about this, but didn't, like, Leach – didn't Leach and those guys make a video – make a series of videos at Kentucky uh, 
that kind of explained the offense. Like they just produced a bunch of videos and sent them out to people so that they would like was Leach more... at Kentucky? Because I know Mummy was there and they were all at like what Valdosta State or whatever together, right? Was he there too? Because I, I remember like how Mummy was like four plays on a chalkboard is what like Tim Couch ran basically. Um that's how I remember it. But but yeah, I mean basically like from what I saw you know, like, like, again, like with that triple option analogy, right? Like you kind of get to that, you, you try to like isolate a defender and make that defender make a decision. And, you know, in the option that's, you know, like you get to that spot, are they going to take the quarterback or are they going to take the running back? And, you know, they, you make them make a bad decision. And it's kind of the same thing, but they just do that with route running, right? So they get these, they get multiple receivers in a bunch, like in a, in an area, and then the defender has to decide who am I going to go for? And then the you know quarterback hits the open guy. So I don't know. It was, it was pretty interesting what I saw, but um, I'm cer- certainly, you know, not an expert on it or anything. But the other thing that, that I saw in there that was interesting is, and we, we've been talking about this with Munkin, right. Of like the progressions that he's asking the quarterbacks to go through. We looked at some of them and we're saying like, you know, you look at the deep route first, if it's not there, you look at intermediate or whatever, you kind of go, deepest route to shortest. Um, and they were saying that a lot of the time in, in Leach's offense, it's actually the opposite, that they're looking at the short read first and then they go, they go like short to deep. So wow, that was interesting. Mind boggling. I know, right? Mind. It's almost, it's almost like, that sounds really familiar, Jim. Yeah. It sounds, yeah, it does. It sounds it really does. familiar. Like maybe we should look for the short routes. So mm-hmm. we only have to throw it five yards as opposed to a hundred yards. Right. Field. Maybe exactly. someone might want to tip off our quarterbacks that we have open wide receivers five yards from us. <laughs> yes. Standing, yes standing by themselves. Right. Yeah. So I went back and looked. Yeah. Leach was the quarterback coach at, that year at Kentucky uh, okay. with Tim Couch. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so he was the quarterback coach for Tim Couch. So, um, oh, wow. okay. I'm pretty sure that when they, that, that I saw Leach. I think you're right. Speaking in a video where he was wearing a Kentucky uniform or a coach's outfit or whatever from back in the late nineties. Was he swinging um, a sword yet? Or did that all, did that yeah. persona all take effect while he no. was at Texas Tech? Cause they were like the Red Raiders or whatever. I think it's, I think it's their thing. It's like mummies. Yeah. It's like mummy and, and uh, Leach's kind of thing. Like they mm. both are kind of into it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Run the ball, run the ball. Yeah. When I what I what what led me down the path of this was you know just I did see video I did see video of the Alabama game with with Mississippi State and what I saw from the video content was holes holes mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see. I believe okay. that when they played Alabama, Najee Harris had over a hundred yards rushing all by himself and. One of their other guys had almost a hundred yards, not quite or something like that. Um, yeah. And they were just, they were just running. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were just running all over the place on, on Mississippi state because their defensive linemen got moved around so much. And so like you mentioned, if you, if you have an opt out on the defensive line, that yeah. could potentially create even more stress on an already depleted kind of defense and then the other thing that I saw from the linebackers, from the linebacker play, was several of their linebackers just had really poor tendencies in terms of, like, where to go on the field or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there are multiple plays where um, some of their linebackers were just so out of position that it, it was almost like, what were you doing there, buddy? Like, well, yeah. I don't know what you were doing, but whatever it was allowed Najee Harris to, you know, park a jumbo jet where he <laughs> needed to go right right yeah they had, two, no. they had 200 yards alabama had more yards rushing in that game than mississippi state had total wow yeah yeah no i'd love to see it we, we all know that i love to run the ball so run the ball i'm with you all right um i don't know you want to talk our our defense or keep going uh, i i i gave my uh my talk on the air raid but um, I mean, so the other thing, like with that, like, right. So when we, we were looking at, we were talking about Florida a couple of weeks back now. Um, and how surprised I was that, uh, like how little Florida had run the ball. It's, it's not surprising to see that with, uh, with these guys, <laughs> they do not run the ball. 
<laughs> no, their leading don't. rusher at, at six games in. So they played six games. Their leading rusher has 37 carries for 131 yards. That's it. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, they, they, they did not run the ball. Yeah, they've got a couple of touchdowns, so I guess they run it in the red zone occasionally. Um, but that, that's it. I mean, you kind of have to at some point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think that they're necessarily going to be running on us. Uh, obviously, they're little short passes. We kind of said the same thing for Florida game. They, it doesn't show up as rushing stats, but some of these little quick quick hitches and slants and things like that are, are effectively running plays. So we got to have, we yeah. got to play sound defense. We got to be able to, to man up and, you know, not to, not to back up, but that reminds me of something that we need to talk about with the offense. Oh, uh, go ahead, hit it. So one of the things on the offensive side of things that I just, just remembered was like, they, they don't care. Like they, they were loading the box against Alabama and just running man coverage against their wide receivers, which seems like a, a really dumb idea. Obviously, they, they got absolutely roasted, but like even, even our guys weren't doing that. Like we were doing cover two, like we were doing two deep. Like, uh, I mean, we were dropping guys into coverage, but they were lining up nine yards off the line of scrimmage with Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell in single coverage against guys that have no business being on the field in single coverage against that kind of talent. So like, right. If they do that against us and we don't have a quarterback situation figured out, I mean, you're looking at kind of a similar scenario that we had against Florida where we would be in a situation where they're in our face constantly, like, mm. like just, just making yeah. whoever, you know, if it's JT Daniels, you know, do we really want him running for his life? Do we really want to be like, I don't know, man, that, that, that would scare me a little bit because they do not care. They will make you yeah. do, they will make you run man coverage and they will hold, you know, if we can get behind them there, it seemed like that they were not afraid to, to do those kinds of things. And so it was like, it's almost like we just have to kind of expect that they're going to be bringing the house every single, every single down. Yeah, I mean that's where you got to get the ball out quick, right? I don't know. Like we said, that short, short intermediate passing game. Hopefully, uh, the other guys haven't really been able to do that. So Daniel's a little lot taller. Well, he's taller than Bennett. He's not taller than Mathis. <laughs> uh, hopefully, maybe he can see those guys coming across the middle. That height wasn't really helping Mathis much, though, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So back to the back to our defense versus versus their offense. So. Obviously, we're going to have to be comfortable being uncomfortable in coverage. So having seen back makes me feel a lot more confident about what's going on in the, with the defending the, the passing game. Because yeah. when he left the game, you, things started going a little downhill. So like you kind of feel like we can, we can, live, without, we can live without LeCount. Like obviously, having him out there is going to be better than not. Um, but having seen out there gives me a little bit more confidence that we can play more like we did when we lost LeCount for the first half of, I can't remember which game it was, but when we had him with for a half and it seemed like we, like yeah. you and I commented that it, it didn't seem like that he was even gone. Yeah. That was so, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was going to say Auburn. Yeah. It was an Auburn yep. game. So we felt like he wasn't even, he, 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 he'd, we didn't miss a beat on the defensive side. So yeah. Um, yeah, it feels Having like we could miss, back. like we could be down one safety, but not both. You know, it's kind yeah, of exactly. how it's felt, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, and then you've also got, you know, talking about people getting healthier. You know, you like to think, obviously, I don't know, did you hear any news about Monty Rice on whether or not he's back to 100% or anything like that? I didn't. Um, I think, like, you know, I mean, you know how Kirby answers questions. Like, I feel like, um, like he, he answered it. <laughs> yeah yeah it was like well he played against florida kind of thing you know and then it was like well and a lot of it was like well no different than last week and then i feel like, i think the beat writers were kind of like well there wasn't a game so like we didn't see <laughs> you know but anyways but yeah i i feel like it was you know i don't know i so you would hope you know a week a week of rest or you know a week of no game would help but yeah we'll see right um if we can if we can if we could run with their guys and not get lost in coverage and have, you know, it seems like KJ Costello, I, I don't know, like for, <laughs> I feel like KJ Costello is like, I, I don't really even know how to describe it. Cause it seems like I see him on all of these 
it seems like I see him on all of these highlight reels of Mississippi State's passing game where he's just dropping dimes, you know, 50 yards downfield. But then, mm-hmm. then you see, like, that he's actually not doing very well at all, like, in terms of, like, the, where he stands as a quarterback in the SEC. Yeah, well, I mean, they've got a bit of a quarterback controversy going on themselves. I mean, Will Rogers played the last game uh, at quarterback, and I did go try to look today to see if they had announced who was going to start this game, and they haven't announced who's going to start either. Um, so I saw like in in Leach's availability, uh, you know, their beat writers were asking him who's going to play and. He, you know, gave a, a very like Kirby smart type answer. Although I'm sure there was some sword swinging or whatever swashbuckling while he said it, but um, you know, basically saying that like they're competing and all that kind of good stuff. So we don't know. They, they haven't announced a starter either. either. So yeah. we could see either that goes, I don't know. It, everyone seems to be like talking like it's like just talking about Costello, like it's going to be him. Um, but I don't know. Leach, Leach hasn't said, if I had to guess, I'd say Costello is who we're going to see. Um, he's willing to bat there the most, but I don't know. We'll find out on Saturday, I guess. Hopefully, yeah, I don't know I mean, <laughs> if there's a game. <laughs> when you take it, when you take things into context, like I don't know, the those guys, both of the quarterbacks have combined. Uh, they've thrown 324 passes combined between the two yeah. of them, and they've also thrown 14 interceptions. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, well, that's the other thing with Costello, right? Gotta, you figure that's got to favor us in some way, shape, or form in terms of being able to take the ball away. Which, if we yeah. get a couple of interceptions like we did, I mean, I mean, crap. I mean, against the best, one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC, Kyle Trask, and you know Mac Jones even threw an interception against us. So, like, yeah. I mean, think about it. Not to beat a dead horse, but. Should have had two pick sixes on Kyle Trask. Right. I don't know why I said that. But I mean, and, 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 you know, I mean, Trask may win the Heisman. I mean, he's the front runner right now, I would say. So I don't know. We'll see. But, anyways. What did you just say? What did you just say? He is, man. He's the front runner. That's all we need. That is all we need right now is Dan Mullen running around, clowning around with the Heisman trophy in his hand. Uh, he's right as as of today i would say he he's the he's he's the leader um i'm in a bad mood now jim thanks a lot i almost just said we got a lot we got a lot ahead of us but i don't know we'll see if we do or not (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah anyways uh no but i'm with you right and so like if we got if we got seen back um and i mean you know i mean stokes has had what he's had two pick sixes three picks on the season. Um, I don't know. They're going to be, the ball will be in the air plenty, right? <laughs> a the, lot, opportunities, yeah. the opportunities are going to be there. Um, and yeah, I mean, just looking at, oh, I dropped my pen. Hold on. Looking metal, at. Uh, is it a metal steel pin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, I don't know. Ball, like I said, ball in the air a lot. And, and yeah, I mean, so with, with much, I mean, better offenses, right. And, uh, and, and Florida and Alabama, we were able to get picks. Um, you know, ho- hopefully we can obviously slow them down more just in general and other teams have been able to. So I, I don't know, I guess actually, so one thing I was thinking about um, that I, I forgot to say earlier, but like, you know, with, uh, with what I saw in my YouTube research and then like Kirby saying, right. That it's kind of like the triple option. It did remind me of uh, actually, so something that Will Leach said a few years ago, and I can't remember when this was. It was either 17 or 18 after the tech game and and said that like, you know, that Kirby hadn't just beaten Georgia Tech, that it felt like he had solved them, like that he had solved the Paul Johnson offense. So I'd like to see if uh, if he can solve the Mike Leach air raid. That would be nice. So I don't know, something, something we'll be watching for. And well, I guess, I don't I, know, what do we say? It's Kirby or Dan Landing or whatever, but, you know. I mean, obviously Dan Landing is going to be a part of it, but um, Kirby also is, is a pretty darn good defensive coach as well. Um, I don't know. You look at this, I'll throw, some other, I'll throw some other numbers out there. In terms of, like, the context of what you were just saying with solving, mm-hmm. it feels like right now, again, this is all year one kind of stuff with, with Mike Leach not really having anything to work with, um, yeah. 
apparently at Mississippi State. Um, so they beat they beat Vandy twenty four to seventeen. So it was a tight mm. game against Vandy, and that snapped yeah. a four game losing streak um, for the for the Bulldogs, the Bizarro Dogs, <laughs> and. In that stretch, they had scored just 30 total points in that losing game stretch. Mm. They've averaged this. So this, this, this Mike Leach offense that's known for putting up points, regardless of the personnel, because I think he did it at every stop along the way, except for this one, um, which maybe that's saying something. Um, they've, only, they've only generated roughly 20 points a game. If they yeah. put up 20 points against us, I would be sh- somewhat surprised. Um, but I do believe that we can score on these guys pretty pretty easily. I mean, if Vandy can put 17 on them, if Kentucky can put, I think 24 was what Kentucky put on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even even with a hobbled quarterback or a inept quarterback <laughs> times times two. I'm right. um, sorry, guys. That's just the way it is. Like even yeah, yeah, with an inept quarterback, we nearly went undefeated. Had we hit wide open receivers, we might be talking about an, an undefeated season. But it, we, yeah. we still only lost two games against with against those odds. And you know the mantra of my God a podcast is in the defense we trust. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I feel like that if we could just run the dang ball. Uh, control control them on defense uh, on defensive side where they will be able to they're probably going to get some point they're probably going to get some points they're going to get some yards they're going to be pitching it all over the field and at some point i figure we're going to take it away from them and we're going to try to control the clock and grind it out and walk away with a fairly comfortable win uh whether or not it's 25 i don't know we'll get to that at the end but yeah no yep yep no i hear you I, I feel like more that. confident as we've talked about this. You know, it's well, you're making me f- feel better. <laughs> am I am I talking you out of munsoning anymore? Yes, <laughs> like... yes, you are. You are. Yes, you're 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 calming my munsoning. You're, you're helping. <laughs> you're helping me for sure. Um, the only other thing I had jotted down was again. I'll, I'll go back to uh, something I heard on Bulldogs by the numbers this week. Uh, so Brent was saying that Adam Anderson is actually like our highest graded defender. Um, so that was interesting. Now, I guess I would say smaller, small sample size with him, but, um, again, he's been kind of like a pass rush specialist, um, plenty of pass rushing downs in this game. So, uh, I'm interested sure. to see if we can work him and see how he's utilized. The, so, I don't know. the other Nothing thing, the other thing, for. the other thing that we need to watch out for, and frankly, we probably don't even need to watch out for it because, um, you know, I don't expect that they're going to have many tight ends out there, Jim. Mm. So no Kyle yeah. Pitts, no Kyle Pitts right. problems, which means right. that we have a free, a potentially a free run at the, at the quarterback because they just simply just don't play any tight end out there. Right, right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, watch those outside linebackers. I mean, and Ojolari, like, like we said, is having a heck of a season. A, a uh, monster so. year. Yeah, yeah, he really is. Okay. Uh, you know, the last couple of games, I, we haven't really talked about the special teams hitting into a game. Um, and I feel like, I feel like our complacency about not talking about the special teams has led to complacency with our special teams. So I just want to say, need another good game from the special teams. I'd like to see uh, Kamarda return to form, return to his Ray guy type season that he, he, he started off with, right. uh, you know, get back that, if McIntosh is back, you know, it would be a, a boost for the return game, although it hasn't dropped off much. I mean, Jackson has still been excellent. So I don't know. Just wanted to hit that. We hadn't touched on it the last couple of last couple of previews. So just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I think Scott Cochran uh, had one of those interview videos recently that was pretty inspiring. Um, I'll say I've liked the I feel like the like the the Georgia I guess social media or, or whatever you want to call it digital has done a good job this year, mm-hmm. just getting stuff out. Um, 
and I'll admit, like, I don't watch like the Kirby Smart All Access. So for all I know, they're taking bits, segments from that and throwing it on the socials <laughs> and stuff. But like, oh, there, there have been some good like player interviews. Um, I don't know. It's always cool just to like see their faces without a helmet on, get to know a little bit about them. There have been some good ones with, with Jordan Davis had a good one. Um, Ojolari had a good one. I don't know. It's cool. I, th- I feel like they've been doing a good job of that this year. Yeah, it's it's really interesting to to listen to and watch those guys. Like I said, Scott Cochran had a pretty good one. I feel like it was fairly recent, like a little week or so ago, that he he sat down and was talking about the team and you know how jacked he was about Kirby and you know what he was building here. And so I don't know. It, yeah. it certainly got me excited, and it was basically like everything that you heard about him. It was just like. Man, right. we love Scott Cochran. Like he's just so exciting and energizing. It was definitely a good feel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I think they also had one with Todd Munkin where he talked about stuff. I don't know. It seems like that they've got I, a good. They did. They did they have some really Munkin good, recently. Yeah. They got a good staff in general. The the new guys, the new guys, the new blood that's come in. Seems right. like it, positive additions. So. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. All right. I've got some other, some random picks. You going to hit some picks or did you have any more analysis? Nope. Run the dang ball. All right. So first we do need to go back because again, not sure who listened, but I did predict that Dustin Johnson would win the masters in our Missouri preview episode. So I'm patting myself on the back. I thought you had Shambo. What do you, DeShambo? No, 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 no. I, I said that DeShambo was the favorite to win, but that I was not going to pick him, that I was going to pick DJ. Oh, you can go back it. and listen. Dang it. <laughs> you I picked, you, you I believe you had, Bubba. you had Bubba. You went with the Homer Bubba Watson pick, which I, that I was a, it was a, it was a Homer Bubba Watson pick. So, so we got that. Okay. We're pretty far in. You know, what we haven't talked about yet. And something we love to talk about the uniform talk night game, oh. <laughs> night game, ESPN. Will the black jerseys come out? Uh, Kirby's been kind of coy on it. Dude, this this just seems like the cat came out of the bag on the socials. Someone yeah. someone that was sewing them on came out, the cat came out. I can't remember what the what the Facebook post was, but it was from a page that was sewing on something for the game. I can't remember it what like it was. It was like an alteration exactly. place in Athens, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Which yeah. which looks really suspicious. Like, hey guys. <laughs> we're dropping hints over here, but we're right. gonna do a blackout. Right, right. Uh I will uh, also point out, you know, people can't see us, but I am wearing a black t a black Georgia t shirt. Uh actually this is a, a basketball, basketball related. Uh this is in honor of you know Anthony Edwards. Tonight, uh, this is seven, seven, six apparel. So shout out to, uh, to Chase. Um, but yeah, so I, that, that's why I wore that, that, that shirt tonight. Um, right. So what do you got? <laughs> you got, you got black jerseys or red jerseys? I, you know, based on that post, it seems like that they're preparing to roll out the black jerseys, which yeah. is kind of, it's almost, it's almost like, you remember when we did the analysis on who was going to be the starting quarterback and they like panned over and like <laughs> slowly right. held the camera on the huddle and it was right. very clear that Mathis was going in. Right. I feel like it's like that. I feel like it's like that. It's like, it seems right. like we're going to be wearing black jerseys today, guys. Right. I, I mean, what I don't see Kirby doing is like, like to me, like what made the 2005 so awesome, like as someone being there was that like they warmed up in red, went in, changed, and they came out in black. And like, I feel like Kirby is like, ain't got time for that. Like I'm not messing with him. Like he's too focused. I feel like that would, that kind of thing would drive him crazy. I don't see him ever doing that. Um, so I, I say feel whatever like, they warm up in is what they're playing in. I'll say that. I'm going to add feel that. Like- I feel like that if he were to do that, the comparisons to Richt would just go supernova. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if he if he's trying to beat that, if he's trying to get that monkey off of his back, then doing the, exactly what Richt did is probably right. not a good idea, guys. <laughs> uh, All right, so you're going uh, yes, black jerseys. I believe that we're going to be in black jerseys. I remember when I first saw that image, I was like, oh heck yeah, yeah. it's on. And frankly, like I do feel like that there's an element of like. This year has this year sucked, obviously, for a number of reasons. Yeah. Um, 
And I do think that that's something that the players have asked for and have, mm. have always wanted. Yeah. And he's never given it to them. And I feel like that if you were going to give them something, this would pro- this year would probably be, you know, a good time to do it. Yeah. And it's in a game that you're, I mean, very clearly Vegas thinks that we're going to win. Of course, they thought that right. we we're going to win pretty easily against some of the other guys. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like that this is a low risk game to throw it out there. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's also homecoming. Right. Okay. All right. I'm going to go yes. I, I, I actually like my feeling leads no, but I'm going yes based off of the, uh, the seamstress uh, leak. So I'm going to go yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quarterback starter. We pretty much already talked about. Can you remind me? I said Daniels. Did you say Daniels? Let's get I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Daniels. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna lean in that direction. Okay. Uh, again, throwback question. Asked this last week. Over under one and a half Georgia quarterbacks play in this. I game. think we see two. Okay. I'm gonna say under. I'm going with Daniels and. And we stay with Daniels, and I'm trying to Oof. be different. Actually, and okay. I had actually wrote that down. Okay, uh, Mississippi State quarterback starter. Who you got? KJ Costello. Okay, I also go Costello. So agree there. So we're not a hundred percent agreement, but uh, pretty pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Uh, all right, that brings us to the score prediction for the game. Oh, geez, here we go. <sighs> All right, so refresher. So we got uh, current spread is Georgia minus 20 ha- 25 points, and the over-under is currently set at 44 and a half. Um, so, you know, if things were to hold to that, you would have like a 45 – or sorry, you'd have like a 35. 33 um, to 12. Yeah, 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 something like that. So Something like that. I got 35 to 10 ish, something like that. So, um, yeah. You want me to go? Or you, uh, you go. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to, well, here, here, I'll go, I'll go first. I'll throw, I'll throw some stuff out there. Okay. In the last three games, we've been outscored by more than 22 points. Mm. In the last seven games, we've hit the under six times. Okay. Mm. <laughs> before before I saw this before I saw the gambling like lines over the over the last several games, like I was a little bit more confident. Now I'm unsitting a little bit. Really? So the the gambling line makes you being favored by twenty five is worrying you? No, it's not the getting it's not the being favored by twenty five. It's the fact that we've hit the under. Oh, okay. And the, we've been outscored that much, but again, two of those yeah. games were against Florida and Alabama. But yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go. Hmm. I do believe that they get a couple of touchdowns on us, um, yeah. especially if we're breaking in a new quarterback. I feel like that there's bound to be mistakes. I mean, just think about like mm-hmm. think about the in-game experience of just the center exchange, which we've seen multiple <sighs> issues with. Yeah. Oh, 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 I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I told you, I told you, I was like, Oh dang. Now oh. I gotta actually, now I gotta actually like back, back up a little bit here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't believe that we hit 30. I believe that it will be like a 20, I don't know, like a 28, 28 to 14 is kind of what I'm feeling kind of game. <laughs> Dude. All right, hold on. I got, I don't know if you're going to be able to see this. Oh, you're not going to see, see it. it. I, I've got my virtual background. I was trying to hold up my notepad to John. I write this stuff down ahead of time so that I can't back out. And we, we know that there's two things that we do on my got a podcast. On my got a podcast. In the defense, we trust and we make the same picks. You just picked Georgia 28-14. I wrote down, before we started talking, Georgia 27, Mississippi State 14. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not super super confident that that we're going to hit 30. 
I'm not especially, if, especially if we're breaking in a new quarterback. So the funny thing is too, like after, uh, like after when I was editing our Missouri preview, I was kind of laughing at myself because I feel like I'm always like, I'm Montanang, I'm Montanang. We're going to win by 21 points. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, like I'm not really adding up. And I was like, you know what? Like, and like I, when I wasn't feeling good this week, I was like, like how, how hardcore Montanang am I? Like, am I in like a Jeff Dantzler mode? Jeff all, like always picks us to win by one point. Like, <laughs> like every game. I'm like, well, like, I don't think it's going to be like that. Like, I, you know, I don't know. So, but anyways, I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, obviously we're pretty much on the same page again, but um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm sticking to what I said. I'm happy that we're playing football games. I'm going to enjoy watching my dogs on Saturday. I don't know. Um, that's at that's about point, what I got to say about it. Yeah. At this point, the season has an asterisk on it. Um, like I said, who knows what's going to happen with this game or even the next game. I mean, yep. you got – you got the the protocols going in place at a higher level, like you know, yep. people getting shut down. So, at what point are they going to shut this whole thing down? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna enjoy it while we've got it. So exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I feel I feel pretty good about that pick. Yeah, well, I feel I, I feel equally as we were off by one point. So I feel the same. <laughs> We did it again. <laughs> we did it again. Far for the course. Far for the course. All right, man. Well, hey, it's been like over a week for us. This is this is probably the longest we've gone uh, without like talking to each other on the phone uh, since the season started. So I don't know. It was, it was good. Good to talk. We had the unexpected yeah. unexpected bye week, but this was this was fun to kind of I guess get back in the saddle. Absolutely. Cool. All right, man. Well, enjoy uh, enjoy homecoming virtually from home. I will do the same, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll. I know we'll talk Saturday. We'll talk after the game. Absolutely, go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>